45 of Shanlin on Batman. Tonight, not only do we have our comics correspondent, Ken Gaines, back on the show, but we have the artist of We Are Robin, Jorge Corona. Corona isn't only known for that amazing run of comics so far, he has also had his hands on Justice League Beyond with the first appearance of Flash Beyond, Teen Titans Go, Goners for Image Comics, where he is also the co-creator of, and Feathers from Archaea. Please, everyone, give a warm welcome to... Tonight's guest, Jorge Corona. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on, sir. Well, thank you for having me. So let's get started. Like, when we were doing some research on you, there was, like, there was no Wikipedia for you. So we're like, where is this guy from? Where, how did he get into the comics, comic book world? So let's talk about where are you from and how did you, what was your first foray into, like, thinking about uh, you wanted to write or draw for comic books for a living? Oh, uh, well, I'm, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm from Venezuela, and, um, and I don't know, man, like, I've been drawing ever since I was a kid, so, and, and as soon as I discovered comics, that was like, oh, man, like, I love animation, most of my, like, my influences come from animation, but, like, comics as a medium is just, like, that was the one, um, like, as soon as I discovered comics, the, like, I knew I wanted to, you know, like, be involved in some way with that. Uh, and it wasn't until very late, like, uh, what was it, like, two years ago that I, I finally started working in comics. And uh, he, it was after going to to SCAD, to Savannah College of Art and Design for, the, for my master's degree in sequential arts, that I ended up actually working in comics, so... That was kind of like the whole the whole thing. So you're kind of like a rookie in in the comic book world, then. Oh I guess yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been doing this for yeah two years only. Like, two years. Is, wow. Yeah, that's incredible, awesome. man. That's awesome. So <laughs> so let's talk about. Did you have like a favorite Batman comic or like a because you're you're drawing We Are Robin? Was there a, like a favorite comic? Like wow, I really want to get involved on this because. Of Batman, or was there like another comic that you saw that really got you interested in that? You mean like right now, or, or like when you were a kid? Oh no, when I was a kid, I was a big, big Batman fan, and uh, I think um, I always tell this story because, like here uh, in Venezuela, comics weren't like actually kind of like a thing. Like it was usually mostly. Uh, like the funny pages at the end of the newspaper or something like that, like comic strips and stuff like that. So my first like contact or, or um, exposure to Batman was obviously from like cartoons and like the movies, like you know, like Tim Burton movies and and the Super Friends cartoon and stuff like that. And um, it was around the time that I think uh, what was it? Uh, the animated series came out. Yeah. That I was on mm. on a family tree. A trip and I saw I can't remember where it was I think it was somewhere in this, the United States and I, I was like at a, at a grocery store and um, 
and I saw like the comic rack, and then they had like something advertising the Batman animated series, and like I was like, "What is this?" And What'd that's how I that? got like into yeah. That's kind of like how I I got into into comics, and uh, I think it was like a Kelly uh, Kelly Jones uh, <laughs> Batman. It was back in the day when he was doing I think the Tajin or something like that. So it was very different from what I was, uh, uh, you know, watching on the, in the cartoons. So, uh, but I just loved it, and um, and I've been a Batman fan ever since, like the, before even comics. So, so getting this this We Are Robin gig, it was like it was a dream come true. For sure, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Did you have any favorite Batman artists that you? Look at for inspiration, like a, maybe a Neil Adams, maybe a Lee Bermejo, for instance. No, oh, well, Lee, yeah, <laughs> Lee's just kicking <laughs> it in the in the cover, so that's a that's a. Oh man, he's doing such a good job with those covers that it's it's it's, it's ridiculous trying to to compare to that. Um, there's been a lot of Batman uh, artists that I always look at. I think lately I just go. Uh, Mostly to Greg, uh, Greg Cap. Um, yeah, I'm not sure his last name. Greg uh, Capullo. Capullo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, just, just because I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the new Batman run. Like ever since the new Fifty Two, like him and Scott, like they've been doing such a good job. Yes. And uh, and I think mostly for the Robin book, since since it's it's placed within that uh, within that universe or within that vision of, of Batman and all the you know and the Gotham and all that. Um, I think that's what I've been looking at lately, uh, mostly for reference. But like in general, they're like again, like uh, Kelly Jones was was awesome. I loved how how he he uh, you know how he worked uh, the Batman uh, books and like how he incorporated like the Gothic and like kind of like all that creepy imagery, like even into like the, the panel layout and stuff like that. Um, Bruce Tim, just because also like the cartoon, like oh, yeah. <laughs> his rendition of Batman, I think it was. I think, I think to this day, I think it's one of my favorite, like uh, Paul Dini's and uh, and Bruce's Bruce Bruce Tim's uh, Batman for the animated shows. Um, you know, and and, and, and you have like, uh, uh, oh God, another last name that I'm gonna butcher, uh, Masuzeli, Masuzeli. Yeah, Masuzeli. Uh, Masuzeli, yeah, from. from uh, year one, uh, I loved his take. Like I've been all over the place with Batman, and, like oh, oh, you can that's incredible. That like Batman, so, um, so you know, it's it's difficult for me to actually pick one. Like uh, even um, uh, the Black Mirror uh, jog, like what he did in, in with Batman, and you know, like, that's another Batman that I love. How, how kind of like messy his kid is. Like I think it brings a lot of quality to the character. Right. Kim, Kim's got a question for you. Go ahead, Kim, shoot that question out to him. All right. Um, I guess I wanted to ask when it comes to your, we are Robin stories, like it's a very distinct kind of funky offbeat vibe about it. Um, as far as the actual story is concerned, was there any aspects of your art that you sort of tailored to the kind of story that you were telling? Like, if that makes any sense, like any details about the characters' faces or anything like that that you felt kind of like furthered the story as far as what it was about and uh, you know, the plot and the vibe for it? 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, I, I always try to find a little bit of, of what I can bring to each story. Uh, um, you know, like, depending on the book and depending on the story, I like to see what I can I can bring within the art. Uh, and definitely uh, with We Are Robin, we had, like, the teens and, like, you know, like, kids, you know, who are tough and from the street and like you know like like yeah. that's, that's their environment and that's that's kind of like their their jungle and like that's that's their place so i wanted to bring a little bit of attitude and like street attitude to that uh, to them um you know like even though they are like there are different characters and like you know like everyone has different motivations and and everyone's there for different reasons uh kind of like bringing a little bit of that kind of like fun type of street vibe to the to the to the art itself and like to the way they uh they act and the way they they move through the page and stuff like that that's that's mainly what i wanted to do with this with these characters okay yeah. yeah i get that like i feel that vibe from it it's, it's oh, good. really really so awesome that, so that was actually the answer to your question i was i was worried that was good <laughs> <laughs> That was actually, uh, that was one thing that we talked to Lieber Mejo about when he was on the show. Um, I was, I talked to him about like how the cityscapes were just like so immaculate. Like you really felt like you were in like the bad part of town in those books. Like it, it's just done so well. Oh yeah. No, and that's, and that's also, uh, you know, uh, Rob Hayes also doing layouts for, for this book has been, you know, um, greatly responsible for that too. Uh, He's just he's just great. Working with him has, has, has just been great, and and and, and one of the things um, that I think he brings more of uh, for the, like within the page and, and besides the you know the layout for the storytelling and all that, uh, it's also the backgrounds and, and and I've been learning a lot from working with him. So so you know <laughs> credits where it's due, and, and, and Rob has been a uh, a big part of those of, of, of creating the environment or, or like you know helping create that that environment and i just have fun on top of you know like the layouts that he sent me so so it's it's been a great a really good uh, great you know teamwork yeah man it all looks really great so let's back up just a little bit you said that you've been in the game for about two years now what yeah where what was your first gig like how did you get your foot in the door uh, well, my first gig was that, uh, and I think that was, was actually like, you know, prior to those two years that I've been working actually, uh, but it was the, it was the, just, uh, the Justice League, uh, issue, the Beyond issue, issue with, uh, with the first appearance of the Flash Beyond. Yes. Uh, that was kind of like a one, one, one-off thing. Um, I met the editor for the, the Beyond books, uh, what was it, like, or four years ago yeah i think it was something um, like that yeah yeah exactly so i met him like three or four years ago and i did some sample pages uh his name is alex anton and uh and he was the one that i actually ended up working with uh in the teen titans go uh comic book so he sent me like i sent him some sample pages from the sample script that he sent me he really he really liked my my work and it was it was just a matter of finding the time that I could I could uh, I could work uh, with him and he had a project that I could work on and that Justice League um, episode like uh, it was a, I think like it was two issues two or three issues like for the digital print 
and uh, Dustin Gwen was doing um, was doing the comic at that point, but he had like a like a little vacation time, and uh, Alex called me to see if I could fill those in, and I did, and it was like the first appearance of, of the Batman, so I got to actually design uh, the character, like the visual aspect at least of of Danica, who who's the who's the Flash Beyond character. And that was that was incredible because, like again, I was a big fan of you know like the animated shows and like Batman. The, that comic was all based in the the Batman Beyond com- uh, cartoon. So <laughs> designing a character within that world was was kind of insane. So I think that that was my that was definitely my my first gig um, in comics. And then it was way after uh, I graduated uh, that I started working regularly with Alex on the Teen Titans Go book. And then um, I was working with Rebecca Taylor, who is now the assistant editor on the on the We Are Robin book. Um, okay. She was with Arkea by that point, And I got through SCAD, through the through college, I, I got to pitch her um, my my story idea for Feathers. And, you know, uh, Arkea picked it up as I was graduating. So last year was all working on Teen Titans and, Feathers as well as Goners, so it was a busy year. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. So you've you've been at DC, you've been at Image. Yeah. No Marvel in there. Have you? Did you? Do you have any desire to to have worked for Marvel or do any of their books, or is it? Are you more particular towards DC with Batman and their characters? Oh no, definitely, definitely. Like like Batman has has definitely. I never thought I was actually going to be working on a Batman book, especially not like this soon after graduating. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, no, like uh, I love the DC comics and I also love Marvel characters. So if the opportunity comes, I, I would also love to, to, to have a, a chance to work with, a, uh, with, you know, um, any of Marvel properties. Uh, but it's, it's just been the thing that, you know, kind of hasn't, hasn't happened. I, I got, I got to know, uh, I got to meet more people uh, with DC and Vertigo um, back when I was studying SCAD uh, than Marvel. So I think that's 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 kind of like why you know, I ended up going more into that direction this this early on. Um, but it's definitely something that it, 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 the opportunity comes. Uh, I, I I think I, I mean I would love it, um, but also you know DC giving me the chance. Uh, to work with them, uh, especially like in such a starting point of my career, uh, I also <laughs> have a lot of gratitude for that. So, so DC has has, has won my heart. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Kim, what do you got for Mister Corona? As far as you know, being where you are now, if you had to kind of like chalk up three titles any you know whether comics television shows movies plays whatever if you could like think of three that have influenced you just as an artist as a whole like in general on your artistic expression on the way that you you know choose to share your creativity what would those three titles be oh uh okay let's see Well, I think I mean definitely the first one would be the would be the, the animated universe uh, for DC, the, the Batman, Superman, you know, Justice League, uh, Batman Beyond cartoon shows. Like those, those were definitely uh, 
one of the, my main influences, like, as I was growing up. Um, and uh, artists, I think, you know, like, there's been a bunch. Like, when I was a kid, I, I was such a big uh, Joe Mad fan. I'm so excited that he's doing the, the, the Kickstarter for the Battle Chasers game right now. Um, and I think a lot of his style was actually, you know, like, when I was starting drawing more... Uh, you know, I went through the whole process, and I think uh, Joe Med and Ramos, I, I think I would have to put them both side by side, because I think okay. both of their styles uh, influenced me at the same time. Um, when I was starting to draw, you know, like, as a kid, I, I, I drew what I was watching, and for a while I was watching, you know, a lot of anime and, and manga, and, you know, that in high school, I think that's that, that was the style that I was drawing and after a point, I was like, no, this is not working for me. And I jumped to, to you know, more uh, American mainstream comics. And, and uh, Joe Mann and Roberto Ramos uh, were definitely, you know, on top of that list. So if I can place them, okay. yeah, the two of them in, in, in one spot, I think, would, would have the animated shows. And then those two guys. And um, and lately, it's been, it's been a lot of, like... Uh, Eric Tonetti, like his work is just insane. brilliant. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> it's just no, yeah, yeah. No, ever since I ever since I found out about his his work, I was like, holy crap. So uh, I think he has been one of the you know my most recent influences uh, when it comes to the way I draw and 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 the style. So I think I think it would be those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Tonetti is unbelievable. <laughs> Oh no! Energy he has in every thing that he does is like it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about your style a little bit. Like with We Are Robin, the cool thing, one of the coolest things that I find about it is that there's not just one Robin. Like there's many, yeah. and like you have to figure out what these kids are going to be wearing and like the different like it's not they're not in pull out body armor and stuff they're in like made up hoodies and you know cool coats and stuff like can you talk about that a little bit oh yeah no definitely uh and, and that was that was that was one of the things that you know like like uh from the beginning that was kind of like the idea and the intention and kind of like where you had to look for when designing the characters and uh so I looked at a lot of like hardcore uh, and uh, rerunning uh, gears and you know like uh, what people who were practicing this sport were wearing and stuff like that. And some of the some of the, the outfits that the Robin had that the Robin uh, kids have like don't even compare to the craziness I've seen while doing research for like actual hardcore wear and stuff and clothes and stuff like that because those are insane. Those are characters on its own. And uh, I actually had to tone it down to actually bring it to the to the characters. Uh, but it was a lot of fun because yeah, it was it was basically playing you know like with was actually there on everyone's kind of like you know like reach or like a like uh, you know a normal kid's reach type of thing. And then you know kind of like how would you turn that into a costume? So it was it was kind of like playing cosplay in, the, in, in that sense. Uh, but. Uh, but most of these kids wear like mostly you know, street clothes and stuff like that that they have fashioned into a uniform. Um, and uh, and again, yeah, that was a lot of like doing research on like street fashion and stuff like that. So 
so that's where that came from mostly that's really cool so when you when you're when you start drawing a character like what what's your take on it where do you start do you start like with the body do you start with the head like can you walk us through like how you take on a panel oh like a panel uh yeah no i like to play um the panel uh i like to play with gesture first like you know depending on the moment and depending on the line uh and uh and in my mind you know like you have to give voices to the characters and kind of like attitudes to the characters so like they're all not reacting the same way all the time kind of thing right so so like the body gestures is, is one of my big concerns uh, and then the expression that they do once i have that nailed down like it's, it's just like his facial expression or his or her uh facial expression um just because i i that's or at least when you're when they're not fighting i guess uh, that's that's my favorite part when, when you actually get them uh have them reacting to something and then you know like how they how would they feel how would they express that through their body and through their face so uh i think that's that that would be kind of like the process i add off the details of the, of the you know the good form and everything else later on but but mostly getting that body gesture i can see that because like we are at the the books the book's about action but it's as much as like the human struggle and like pain and like the kids that are doing this are i mean they have everyday home lives too, but they're out yeah. risking their lives in something that they believe in. And you can, you can definitely tell just by looking at it that it's deeper than just some kids going out to fight crime, you know? Oh no. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lee has, has, uh, has done some really, really, really great job, uh, with, you know, creating these characters and, uh, and like the different struggles that each of them had. And, you know, like, uh, when I was starting with the book, I got kind of like the general description of the character. So that, that definitely like he had a, he had a, a very specific idea of, of who each and every one was. And, uh, and when I got that description, that helped a lot when, when I was, you know, later on uh, doing the, the actual drawing for the, for the book. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I know he's created some characters that I'm, you know, like we've seen, because it's a team book and stuff like that, we're seeing only bits, you know, like like of each character. So so they're slowly coming together. But <laughs> because I got the, the the insider thing, knowing the characters and kind of like where they came from and like how you know all compressed, like it's they're really interesting and and, and, and relatable characters that you can you know get behind the idea that yeah they're doing this because X or Y. So, right. Um, so let's talk about, you talked, you said that Lee kind of came up with the designs. Now, are you guys, he, did he come up with the design for each and every character or did he, he's like, I have this idea and then go sketch it out. Like what's your, what's your working process like for that? Uh, well, I came, I came into the book a little bit, uh, almost at the, at, you know, when, when we were getting, uh, really close to the, to the deadline to start having that book out. Um, so thank God Lee already had like some character shards, uh, that he had, you know, like I'm guessing while, while he was like, you know, pitching the story and creating kind of like the, the, this world that he was creating. So I got, um, I got some character sheets, uh, for, uh, Duke and, uh, Dre and, uh, Rico and Robina was also there. So I got, um, his designs and he just told me you know this is kind of like 
this is kind of like what I did. This is what I want in the sense of like, you know, these are kids. These are not, you know, costumes or uniforms that, are, that you know, like superheroes would have. These are just normal kids uh, going out and, and, and following this movement. And um, kind of like basing it on that, he told me, you know, but you're the one drawing this comic. So you go nuts and you make it your own. So it was, it was you know, having that as an inspiration, um, the the end result was kind of like a combination of what he had and then what I brought into the table with, you know, with my own research and stuff. So, like, how did how did the how did you actually get brought into the project? Was it like a Bermejo called you in, or did you just kind of through word of mouth become the guy? Or? Yeah, no. Well, uh, like I said, like uh, Rebecca Taylor, who's the assistant editor for the book, um, she was my editor for feathers in, uh, in Archaea and she um, she got hired by DC kind of like at the end of my run with her uh, during the feathers book and she was working with uh, Mark Doyle who I met like many years ago and uh, not many years ago like three years ago many years ago three years ago would you look at that <laughs> and uh, and he, he and I were always trying to find a, a, a project to work with um, or to work on, I guess. And, um, and things kind of like added up, like they were looking for an artist for, for We Are Robin. And, and you know, they both, uh, Mark wanted to work with me and, and ask Tate, uh, ask Rebecca when, when she came into the Batman books, she asked, you know, like, it's, it's already available. And she was like, yeah, he's just finishing, finishing out better. Um so that's kind of like how I got into that into that book. I did some sample pages for them because they wanted to make sure that I could adapt a little bit more to the to the to the darker style of the of the Batman books. And then you know I did some sample pages for them. That's that's how I ended up with the We Were Robin book. Then I know they show it to Lee, and then through that I met Lee. Uh, I, he show they show him uh, my sample pages. He liked it. And, match what he wanted for the book so that's kind of like how it ended up being nice let's go yeah. a little bit deeper into that now you're in venezuela he's yeah. in italy are you guys yeah. in constant communication are you guys sending email samples are you guys skyping are you guys how are you guys communicating because you're separated by continents not just no, countries no, no, no. We all, we're all continents of time and you know everything <laughs> um but uh but yeah no like uh <laughs> It's pretty much like I plan it all out now because I know like I if I send something late at night here, Lee's gonna be responding to it early in the morning the next day. So I know when I need to send stuff to Lee, that's kind of like how I know. And then with um with uh, Tay or Mark or you know editorial staff or, or even Rob, Rob is closer to my time zone, so he's we don't have that problem. Uh, but, and, and with, uh, Rebecca and Mark, we had like, I think three or four hours difference. So, so I know that I have, like, I can wake up at 11 and then send some stuff and it's early in the morning for them. So <laughs> they still have it like, you know, first thing in the morning. Um, so, so yeah, you plan it out and then you figure out what everyone's timetable is and, and, and kind of like send it that way. But it, yeah, it's been mostly like, you know, massive email threads to you know between all of us and, and figuring stuff out and just sending it 
around, kind of like, hey, is this working? Yeah, it's working. So let's take it to this step, you know, playing around with that way. <laughs> so let's let's talk about your work day. Like, are you one of those guys that just like slams out pages? Like, you're not even trying, just boom, boom. Are you one of those guys that like likes to go at it and maybe take a break for a while and then go right back into it? Like, what's your work day look like? Oh man, no, I I. Uh... Well, it depends. You know, real life has to take charge sometimes. So. Naturally, <laughs> since since you work at home, that's that's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you know, like you're working, 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 and suddenly it's like, hey, you need to pick up groceries and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> like oh, whatever time it is, don't forget to like, eat. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, like, whenever that comes up, you, you stop working and then you, you go at it. But, um, but yeah, uh, usually I have like. You know, normal routine. I wake up, depending depending on deadlines and you know where I'm at, uh, project wise. Uh, you know, you you go to bed earlier or later in the day. But uh, but other than that, it's just like I live off coffee, and you know, I have like you know coffee, no, probably more than I should. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, and 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 it's just like waking up. You know, making coffee, getting breakfast, and then you know, uh, maybe an hour into it, like then I go to work, and then I start working. I, I um, for this, you know, I, I've been adapting my project because it's the first time I've, I've worked with a layout artist, and uh, and 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 you know, working off someone else's uh, layouts, you know, I, I had to adapt. Thank God we worked really well together, so so we had kind of like a similar approach to things, and. Um, and I just like, you know, I wake up. I have some of the uh, rough layouts on my, my inbox. Um, I go through them. I go through the script. Uh, I see, uh, you know, mostly what I where I where I like to to go into is like like I said, like mostly character acting. So I, I try to look at the script without looking necessarily at at uh, how Rob is dealing with the characters, and then I take a look at that, and then I kind of like try to bring something from the script, you know, like what Rob did and, um, and lay it and, and, and seeing where we can bring something, you know, the best of, of everyone involved. So, um, I do pencils, I do digital pencils. Um, I, depending on how many pages I, I have to pencil, I, I, uh, work on that. Sometimes I just have like, you know, like two or three pages worth of layout. So I do that in one day. I pencil that in one day and then I just print it out and ink. Uh, like two pages the next day, so I get to send it to the colorist. So you're penciling like and inking at the same t like the same stuff. Oh yeah, no, yeah, like like uh, so so the thing at least for for this like be before I used to do uh like I did all the pencils in you know like x amount of days whatever it took like you know like I did all the pencils and then you know from that I jumped to to inks and then did do all the inks. Uh, but since we're, you know, like, uh, the monthly book and then, you know, as I, as I'm getting the layouts, I just pencil those, ink those, send them. And then by that time I also get a new layout. So, so it's kind of like little chunks. So, so I would, you know, keep everything going. Awesome. So in talking with, you know, Lee, we had Paul Dini on last, last time, talk about deadlines. Everyone, and I listen to other podcasts with other uh, artists, and they always talk about deadlines. Deadlines are looming. But can we? Can you explain to, like, a non-comic book artist like myself, 
what's the time frame for a deadline? Is DC does DC give you like a month? Are they giving you two weeks? And within that, because <laughs> I'm so unaware of it, because I keep deadlines, 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 deadlines. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. So we can educate, you know, some. No, no, of course. Yeah, no, no. Um, well, uh, technically, we have a month, basically, unless you have, you know, like some issues uh, back in burner. You have a month to do, you know, from issue to issue. Um, and uh, and even though that sounds like oh you have four weeks to work on this, obviously you don't because you're just you know a link the chain. So um, so the, the the what 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 I was telling you about like you know you do three pages and then you send it to a colorist to work on the the other the next batch of, of pages. What that works, uh, what that helps with is actually you know like I'm not sending the colorist twenty pages to color you know, with one week to go to printer or something like that, you know. Uh, it's just like we all go step by step, kind of like coloring or, you know, working on the on each page as we go creating them. Uh, but at least, yeah, with, with, with this book, we have, uh, we just had a break because uh, issue four, yeah, issue four uh, was a was a fill-in issue with a backstory that's going to come out uh, soon that's looking really great. Batgirl, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, so that, that, that's uh, that hasn't come out, right? I'm no, it comes out next week, next a week, week from today yeah. or tomorrow. This will air. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Which side note? That's actually today. We recorded this last week. Today is Wednesday, September the twenty third, twenty fifteen. So if you do not have that copy of We Are Robin number four in your hand right now, I suggest that you go to your local comic book store and pick one up. And now back to the show with our very special guest, Jorge Corona. Uh, no, but I've been getting peaks of it, and, and, and it's looking really, really nice. Um, so we had this month kind of like as a, as a little break, so we could take our time to to kind of like. You know, slow down and take it, take it easy uh, for issue five, and you know, get some stuff done ahead of time so we can, you know, have um, you we weren't you know going crazy at the end. Um, but technically, yeah, we do have for this book we've been having like one month to work on it, and it's like one one month that someone is doing the layouts, then I'm doing the pencils and and inks, and then someone else is doing colors. And then, you know, after that, you have letters. Uh, so so it's four weeks for everyone involved to actually get to work on those 20 pages. Kim, take it yeah. away. All right. <laughs> um, well, since we're talking, you know, so much about the process, you know, of the work that you do, I'm actually just curious about this. When it comes to the script, yeah. are you sort of looking at, like, is it very detailed, like, panel-to-panel descriptions, or is it more like a, in this particular scene, they're in the high school, a high school hallway, and you kind of just draw your way out of that, you know? Like, how detailed is it? And then are there ever any points where it's like they have this idea for a panel, but you're like, but this angle would be so much better, and, you know, like, how does that work? Oh, yeah, no, uh, for this book, um, you know, Liz... Uh, Lee's script has been, you know, has been really detailed and it has been, you know, like, like, kind of like you said, like panel by panel uh, mm-hmm. descriptions. Um, but obviously, Rob is the is the first one to get the script and he does the layout from the script and I get, you know, kind of like the the other side of that. Uh, but during that whole process, uh, it's either Rob, you know, talking to Lee, 
to figure out if they, Rob comes up with a better way to kind of like lay out a page or something like that or, or like, you know, do something different. And then when it gets to me, then I, I would kind of like do this. I kind of like do the same with Rob and Lee. It's like, hey, maybe this panel we can do this or that. or um, So, so uh, it, everyone is always bringing something new. Everyone during the step, you know, the different steps is bringing something new. Uh, and we're all just kind of like checking with with the person that was dealing with the with the story one step two steps behind. So so but but yeah, it's been it's been great to kind of like have that that work dynamic where everyone is kind of like aware where 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 everyone is and kind of like what everyone's doing and bringing in. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know Kim. Kim, you got way more questions. Keep going. No, we love it. <laughs> we love it. I mean. Okay. <laughs> now I'm like blanking out on like all six questions. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> <Two>, right? <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm not sure if I've seen, I think I've maybe seen one or two. How difficult is it for those panels that are like full pages with like 500 people and all of these little tiny details? Like how difficult is it to kind of put that together? Like how long oh, does something sure. like that take? Oh yeah, no, those are those are my favorite and my you know my, my the, the pages that I love and I hate at the same time just because of that. Um, issue three had a lot of that <laughs> uh, with riots and stuff like that um, happening every time. But um, but yeah, no, it's just a matter of of, of of God, those pages took me a while, especially to ink. Because I can pencil those real quick. Because since I'm I'm the one inking, I don't do too much detail with the pencils. Okay. I, I leave all that for for inking. I don't want to waste time, you know, drawing tiny things twice. Uh, if I know kind of like what I'm gonna do. Uh, so so during pencils, I can do maybe, you know, like I said, like two, three, four pages, uh, depending on on the page, a day. And then suddenly when I'm mean, you know, like, you know, kicking nice himself, he's like, why did you have to draw so many guys here? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, but it's fun because, like, I go faster through crowd scenes than I go with specific scenes where you're, like, focusing on, on, on very important, like, main characters. Just because with main character, I kind of, like, want to get everything right. And with crowd people, you just want to have fun. So it's like, yeah, this guy's gonna have a big ass nose, and you know, like this, you know, uh, whatever. Like this other character is gonna be all like weird in this way, or like her face is gonna be, you know, like this way or something like that. So you just have fun, and you like, you know, like, those are kind of like disposable characters. Like you're basically having fun with them and kind of like giving them personality and giving them, you know, kind of like. Uh, uh, features that, that are not going to matter in the long run, like those are just there for that. Uh, so I kind of like go faster through them than when I go with like specific characters that you have like I don't know like Duke or like Rico or like Robina, and you suddenly have like this emotional moment of breaking down in the page, and it's like yeah, I'm not going to have that much fun. I'm just going to try to make it right, so so the, the emotion comes through the page. Um, I mean, I'm still having fun, but it's not as wacky as, a, as, as it could be with just a background character. Um, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I 
I have a question for you. As an artist, you kind of like brushed on it a little bit. As an artist, what's harder for you? An action sequence or more quieter moment, more emotional moment for you? Oh, that's a good one. I, uh, I think, I mean, they, both of them have uh, different things. Like when, when you go into an action sequence, you want to do like crazy action. You want to do... Uh, movement that you know, like like you want to do something that feel that you can feel the action happening, but it's also not everything that you've been seen before. Like not not the same pose that you've been looking at, the same way you throw a punch, the same way you throw, you know, you, you kick someone or something like that. So you wanna you wanna bring something in and and, and, and you wanna make the reader because uh, in comics, you know, maybe when you're having a, a quieter scene, that's what you're your center of attention and like the way you pace it is also a lot with the dialogue. So, you know, like everything is, everything is, um, uh, the emotions going through are coming, uh, are coming through the dialogue and, you know, you have the acting so you can, you can relate to kind of like what the character is doing, but action, action is just that. It's just the action. Like you're not going to have the characters like I'm kicking you in the face that hard. <laughs> 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 the drawing so so that's that's the fun that's the challenge of those scenes but uh but i like them both i don't know like like i think i i probably go faster through fire scenes because um i go faster through facial expressions and stuff like that and uh and when i when i come to action i really want to think in the kind of like the logistic of the fight or like the movement or stuff like that so i have to i have to think of a a couple more things, I guess, while doing those. Uh, just well, a quick follow-up to that. Now, do, when you're drawing something and you're sending it back, will Lee give you like, "Hey, I thought I saw, it, so I thought I saw it more like this," and do you adapt to that, or is he pretty much let you just go for it, no matter what? He like kind of like le lets you just do your thing, and he trusts you. Oh no, yeah, no, he's he he definitely has uh has. Uh, been letting me to kind of like approach everything uh, the way I see it, and uh, it's just been a couple of moments that maybe he tells me, you know, it's never been. Uh, I don't think it it has ever been in a in an action scene or something. It's mostly when when we go to those those more personal things that uh, that he's been giving me feedback, in, 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 you know, sometimes where. Uh, when he sees a character reacting one way or another, uh, but it's been—I can't even remember like a specific time. I know I know I've had feedback from him, like you know, uh, for a couple of things, uh, but nothing, nothing big. He 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 mostly just trusts, uh, you know, the the art department to 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 do it. Like he he's always complimenting us. So <laughs> I'm very glad for that. Uh, because yeah, no, like when 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 I I knew that Lee was was actually doing the the writing, I was like, what? Uh, because right. I, I I know his work as an artist, so I was like, that guy's insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> those are uh, like if he's imagining his his script done, you know, the way he would draw it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. But no, he's been he's been great, and and, and, and thank God he seems to be really enjoying uh, working. You know, with us in, in this, and you know, trusting us with the with the visual part of it. I know I, I would go insane. Like I, I, you know, 
I've, I've, I've written, like, sometimes, like, I've had maybe a couple of times that I, you know, like, draw something and someone else is going to take something out of that and, you know, it drives you insane because you usually think visually. It's like, that's that's the first thing that, that you have and it's like, it doesn't match, even though it's good. You know, it could be really good. Like that, the first thing, the first reaction you have sometimes is like, ah, it's not how I picture it. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, I'm I'm really happy that that, that he's he's, um, that he's been happy with the with the work uh, we've been doing with, with the art. So, so yeah. Hey Tom, where do you go to check your DC movie news? Man, I usually go to Facebook and hit up DC Extended Multiverse. DC Extended Multiverse? Yeah, it's a page that pretty much on the hour updates all kinds of stuff from movie news, casting reveals, um, sometimes they have things like fan art or fan casts, pretty much anything that you could think of in the DC world. DC Extended Multiverse has. That sounds fantastic. I'm going to check them out. Alright, so, I mean, obviously you love what you do. Clearly. But, like, <laughs> I, I know that everybody always has that one thing that they're just like, oh my god, here we go again. So, like, <laughs> what's, like, your one thing when you're working that you're just, like, that, you you know, like, you kind of, like, stall and you put it off, but you know you have to do it, like, what are those like little pet peeves? Oh man, um, I think it's always starting. I mean, it doesn't matter necessarily what it is, like what part of the process is, but it's it's the uh, for for as much as a cliche as it may be, like you know that that white uh, blank page thing, yeah, uh, you know, facing the blank page. Uh, I think that's that's the hardest part. Um, uh, but you know, once you, you get going like that, that kind of like goes away. Uh, and I think that would be, that would be the kind of like the, my, my pet peeve or when you get, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like w when I was starting, like, I think it was backgrounds, but you know, you, you end up enjoying those too. Like, like once you, once you figure out the rules and you feel comfortable enough, like that's, you know, you, you learn to enjoy all of that, uh, that maybe at the beginning it was kind of like too overwhelming to kind of like take in. Uh, but thank God that that hasn't, and, and, and I'm having fun with that now. Um, but yeah, it's just starting. I guess, like, even if I have something, like, it, it's way easier for me to pick up a project that I'm halfway through than just, like, say, like, oh, I have to start this page today. Instead of like, oh, I just have two more panels in that page to go okay. or to start with. So I think that's that would be it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then my last question was just like, what may have surprised you about the comic book industry? Because I know everybody always has something to say, especially from you know outside opinions. Like, what was the biggest surprise for you once you were actually sort of like in the professional arena? Uh, nice. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you're putting that was sinister laugh, wasn't it, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a sinister <laughs> laugh. He's like, if they only knew the power of the dark side. Uh, so now you know that whatever my answer is, is not really the worst part that I can think of. Uh, it's, the, it's the PC 
PC one. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's like, how many hours you were? No, it's like, um, uh, no, what was, what surprised, actually, no, I think that was what, what surprised me was, uh, the amount of time that everything, everything takes. Like, uh, I think from the outside, you don't realize, um, how much, you know, working hour actually go into just doing, like, one page. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, um, before, sorry, uh, before I started working with, uh, with comics, I was, I was a graphic designer, so, uh, I've always been, you know, uh, working in something visual or, you know, like, like art related, and I was working as an illustrator, and, like, even single illustrations, uh, for, like, you know, editorial magazines and stuff like that, you know, took an X amount of time, but once you start working on comics, and then you realize, holy have to do like you know it's basically like five illustrations per page just because you have okay. five and um and uh and you want to you want to treat everything with the almost this, the 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 same amount of, of importance because you know you 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 don't want it, to it, it's a comic book page you can go like as a reader you can go back x amount of times and say like well that was that was a crappy card drawn in that background uh so you know, sometimes you you you're afraid of that uh, as a as a as an artist on the other end, and um, and you just want to give your best and, and never page. So uh, that takes a lot of time to actually do, and uh, you know, working on titles like you know, working on titles like We Are Robin now that I'm I'm, I'm doing a monthly book. Um, it's insane. Like once 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 you think about it, it's like oh, you have to do X amount of pages and X amount of days, and it's like oh, that's 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 terrifying. Like after a while, you find your rhythm, and, and then you know what you can do, and you know how you can do it, and you find your shortcuts and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, like like when when I started working, that was like oh, how how is it supposed to? Like you know, they always tell you like you do a page a day, and I'm like that's the rhythm, and then you start working, and it's like no, that's not the rhythm at all. <laughs> um, you know, it's like no, no, no. You actually have to do sometimes two or three pages a day. So that's not not even close to what you were telling me before. Um, so, so yeah, I think that would be that would be my safe answer for that. So, how long do you see We Are Robin running for? Because there's so many possibilities with the amount of characters and like the way that the storyline is going so far, like it, I mean, just in issue number three alone, like you see the, there's a lot more Robins yeah. than we thought there were in the first two. Like, yeah. How long do you think it'll actually run for? Uh, well, you know, like you never know. <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, for as long as people keep buying the book. Uh, but, uh, but, as far as the story, you know, like I know, I know some of the the upcoming arcs that you know Lee has already thought of, and um, obviously I can't say too much detail, you know, tell about about those, but I know kind of like the direction that they want to take it, and um, and at least with characters like Duke that we've seen in you know like in other in other books, like you know like he was Robin and you know an Eternal, right, and uh, and. Uh, and and you know, kind of like you have some other possibilities, so you know he's a character that, that you know, in the in the in the broader kind of like spectrum of it, it's a character that that you know, editorial wise, 
you assume like and, and I'm talking as a as a reader also because I know the plans for for Duke at least this book so you know like I have no idea later on uh, but but it's a character that you see has has a relevance within the bad family now um, so it can go you know many different ways um, and as far as as how big the book can get like that was one of the first thing I, that I loved about the idea of We Are Robins. Like, uh, we are centering on, you know, this, this group of, of, of Robins with, you know, Duke, uh, Troy, uh, Dre, and uh, Dax, and Rico, and, and, and Isabel. And, uh, and but, but you know that there are, you know, many different kind of, like, groups. So every, every at any moment, you can jump around and, and kind of, like, center on another group, group of Robins. Um, and, and the other thing also is that the way and the reason these, this movement started is because of a very specific thing that happened in Dothan. Kind of like, this is all happening, you know, kind of like as a result of Endgame and all that. So, so it's a very specific Gotham history related reaction type of thing. I don't know if I'm making... No, yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Yeah, so so it's like it's like saying how long is, is is Gordon as Batman is gonna is gonna be like you know you don't know if it's gonna I mean obviously you, you, you kind of think you know Bruce Wayne is gonna is, is gonna come back but but at the same time it's like this is a very specific reaction to a very specific point in Gotham history so and I see Robin also kind of like as as a response to the or the We Are Robin movement um, kind of like as a response to that too so. In the long run, I think, depending on what happens in Gotham in general, uh, this is a this is something that can morph into something different. Um, and in the meantime, just being this because there's that sense of void uh, in Gotham right now. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't know. Those are, those are all my speculations about uh, <laughs> like where, where this can where this can go beyond what I already kind of like know where it's going. Well, I'm really excited about December, by the way. December? December. All right. Yeah. Me no, too. The Robin War. That was already announced. Well, what was that again? The Robin War? Robin War? Did I miss that? You haven't seen the covers? It's already like out there. What? I guess we're slackers. I, th- I feel like, yeah, we're slacking over here. <laughs> Usually Robin we're on top of that. Yeah, like, I think solicitations no is there solicitations or something came out but uh if you even go to my twitter uh, my twitter you can see that i reposted uh something about it uh but yeah basically okay you go check it out because i'm not, I'm not gonna spoil it for you <laughs> but uh but yeah no i'm excited for would you time. look at that <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah now I'm excited. All right. Yeah, I'm excited too. Sweet. Well, thank you. Oh, wait. No, now let me check. I don't want to. Well, I know they just dropped the solicitations like the just a few days ago. Yeah, no, it was like it was like maybe three or four days ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, so right. we're yeah we're we're yeah this is news to us so yeah. yeah. Well, we're yeah. into it. We have an exclusive drop for for us. For us, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the world knows. Thanks, we... Jorge. <laughs> no, don't worry. Yeah, no, check it out. I, I, like I said, like I'm really excited for. Um, now, are you working on that? that it got 
announced. So, uh, you guys. Wait, wait. I have a question. Is this in any way related to that image of Damien crushing Red Hood's, like, head thingamajiggy? Or is that totally separate? Helmet? I think that's the cover for, for Red Hood and Arsenal, right? The one with the broken but red is that is that tying into that arc though, or it's not solely? Related? Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a tying. I'm I'm looking at the the okay. link right now. Because that I that picture I did see. Yeah, that was cool. I did see that one too on Twitter. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, our minds just got. Okay, blown. so Thanks. <laughs> are you working on that Robin War? Like, are you and Lee kind of godfathering it in any way? No, no, no. That was that was that was something that uh, you know, like that that that. I think that came from from. I I actually, I know Lee's writing one of the the issues, obviously for we, the the We Are Robin issue, uh, that ties into the the whole thing. Um, I'm actually not sure where the the original idea for the whole event came from. Um, but I I I, I I'm, and as far as I go, uh, I'm just doing the cover. You're doing like part four, the part four there, cover. Then. Yeah, we're looking at the part four cover right now. It's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Everything, you. it looks like a lot of things are inspired by the Quarter Owls, and we yeah. love Quarter Owls, so... Yeah, that's hell, why I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we definitely... See, now I'm happy you told us about it, because now I really have something to look forward to in December. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas yeah, what? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what got me... You know, excited about about it too because you know, like the whole involvement uh, of the court of owls uh, that you can already tell from the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the covers. Uh, Without giving too much. So away. yeah, so that's that's something I'm looking for. So let's go. Let's get in some pop culture stuff. Okay. So, just a few months, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice is finally going to be released. Yeah. A lot of negative feedback came when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. What are your yeah. What are your thoughts of Affleck? I, we kind of ask everyone be, what their thoughts of Affleck in the role. So, what are your What's your take on it so far? With things that so we've far, seen from from the trailer and all that. Um, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't as, as as mad about you know like Affleck being cast. Like you know we have. They have a horrible experience with him being a superhero from from the Daredevil movie, but you know that, that was that was many years ago, and um, and 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 I wasn't as mad. Like I I I like uh like if you if you had told me you know with Batman Begins like you know Christian Bale and it's like holy crap that's psycho and he worked perfectly for you know like um for Batman and um and now with uh. With Affleck, I'm just waiting for the movie to come out to kind of like, you know, see where where he takes the role. Uh, I'm actually excited for the movie. Like that looks, the, 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 uh, I really want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So are you so, are are you more excited? Uh, sorry to cut you off. Are you more excited for Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad? Oh man, that's a tough one. I think Batman v Superman just because Batman and Superman. Uh, but but actually, I mean, I think I'm more intrigued by by Suicide Squad because that was that was something that if you told me, I don't know, four years ago that that was going to be a movie, I was going to be like, what? Kind of like, like, Guardians, like the Guardians of the Galaxy type of thing. It's like, what? They're going to do the what? No. Um, 
and then you know like like that can that can surprise you. So so I'm more intrigued about Suicide Squad than I am about Batman v Superman because I already know that Batman v Superman is something that just because you're gonna have those two characters there, I'm gonna enjoy. The movie could be great or awful, like I, I still don't know, but I'm gonna be like a kid going to that movie theater and watching that movie. Okay, so on on our uh, Facebook page, every like every Friday we do this. It's called Fancast Friday. Okay. So let's fancast <laughs> Duke coming okay. from Jorge Corona. Who would you like to play Duke? And let's say there's this hypothetical We Are Rob in live action film. Fancast oh, okay. Duke. Cast as Duke. Jeez, that's a tough one, man. I I, I really haven't like. Like almost for all of them, I have no idea of, 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 of like that. Just because they're teens, yeah. And I don't want to say Jayden someone Smith? that you know. Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like for for that age range. Like I have no idea who's. That's understandable. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But um, I don't know, man. I usually like when people when people bring someone new to it. Uh, I think I think sometimes that's 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 the best surprise that you get when you're you're casting a movie. Um, but uh, wow, geez, let me think. Take your no, time. I really, I really, I really have, I'm so out of. <laughs> uh, no, ask me another question. <laughs> <laughs> As I, I lose this round. Um, I don't know, man. I oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, what about what what about uh, a Dick Grayson? Like, what would you? Who would be your ideal Dick Grayson, Robin? Because it seems like Chris O'Donnell really wasn't the guy in Forever and Batman no, no. and Robin. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't blame Chris for that. It was a oh, terrible no, no, no. script. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> he could only do so much. Now you're just being no, sensical no. there. Oh man, no, no, no! It's like no, that's yeah, no, but he wasn't. Um, oh man, a Nightwing thing? Jesus Christ! Ooh, like I told awesome. you, like you guys are putting me on the spot right now. Uh, I usually like to think about stuff like this. Uh, uh <laughs> oh, Cooper would be good for. Ah, the best. Just like he doesn't have, you know. Uh, what's his face? Um, uh, I'm gonna blank on his name right now. Jake Gyllenhaal. For some reason, I don't know if he's tall enough because you usually think of Dick, he's like this tall guy kind of thing, at least in my mind. So I don't know, but he would have the range to do the psycho part, like you know, like not the psycho, but the darker part of like Nightwing, and also kind of like the childhood, the childish type of part of him, you know, being brought into. So he probably would be good for that role. I would love to see a Jorge Corona illustrated Jake Gyllenhaal as <laughs> Robin slash Nightwing. I think that'd be awesome. Oh man, no, no, no. He's 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 one of those actors that I actually, you know, he's been growing on me. Like ever since like I started following his career, I was like, oh, you can act, man. You can do. After watching uh, what was it, Nightcrawler? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was he was like transformed for that movie, so yeah yeah no I think that that would be a good a good cast for for Nightwing. I actually want to see now that we're talking about casting and, and, and 
Batman v Superman. I want to see uh, Jeremy Irons. Oh man, like it was. He oh. just talked about like he's only got like what did you say like four or five scenes in the movie, but if he's more of a physical Alfred than yeah. we've seen before. Mm-hmm. And, like I'm really excited for that as well. What's a funny story about that is before he was cast, like years ago, I tell the story all the time. I, Tom just like uh, again with the story. Yeah, it's like chasing Amy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, years see maybe lose my train of thought. But years ago, I was like, you know who? And Kyle, who's not here, we miss you, Kyle. He had car troubles, so that's why he's not on tonight. But I was like, Kyle, you know who I'd love to see as Alfred? I said Jeremy Irons. He's like, why is that? Have you ever seen him in Die Hard with a Vengeance? I could just see him yes. just on. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And so the day he was cast, I was like, I'm happy. I did it. Yes. Look at me. <laughs> That's what we heard from Justin for months straight. <laughs> You're still hearing it from me. We still are, yeah. <laughs> but no, like Jeremy Irons is just, he does seem ideal for that. Like the, just the little monologue he had when he's talking to Bruce oh, yeah. Wayne in the, in the no, trailer yeah. is awesome. I like, I like that they're making Alfred more physical kind of character like that was that was one of the things that i loved about that um what was it uh beware the batman show the yeah. the cgi one like if i could take anything from that show was that alfred he wore like a like a what do you call those those hats uh the bowler oh, hats? the bowler yeah 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 he was like this huge guy <laughs> he was like more of a bodyguard than a than a than a butler for for bruise in that show uh and his design was just awesome. I think it was Mold even that show, um, but he was definitely like a more physical Alfred, and, and, and I thought that was just such a great approach to that character too. Right. When hearing about uh, Alfred being more physical, first thing that came to my mind: he's fighting Superman in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> see that yes but what if we seen like something like they that they just had in the new 52 what if we see like a like a short like joker verse alfred kind of thing oh because you you see like the the weird joker writing on the robin suit in the bat cave and everything like that would be really cool yeah yeah i'm excited that they're bringing that side of the of the whole batman into like actually movies because that's something that we've never seen that yeah that's true like we're yeah, we're always stuck with like Dick as, and Robin, and that's about it. Um, if you take it to the big screen, like that's that's, that's as close as we've got to um, mm-hmm. that side of, of the story. So, so, uh, so we got we've been informed for a while now that uh, Ben Affleck's on board to play Batman and direct himself as well yeah. in future upcoming roles as Batman. What do you think about that, and what do you maybe hope to see out of that? Uh, man, I think, I think it would be, I think it would be kind of cool. I, I mean, I don't know, again, like, this all, you know, suck real bad. <laughs> but, uh, I think it would be kind of cool just, just from the movies that he's directed. And kind of like that, it, it, it could turn into like a more, which I don't know how that would sell, uh, or how, how that would be, you know, received in, in the, in the, because, it, <laughs> and this is the problem that I usually have. Uh, is that people are more willing to take different versions and different approaches to characters that they love in any other medium that movies. Like, it's like, you know, 
Um, like, if you see a comic about a different uh, version of Batman, you say, like, that's awesome. I want to read that comic. Right. But suddenly the movie is, like, a different version of the Batman that you that kind of, like, you know, exposed to. And it's like, what? They're ruining the character. And I'm like, it's a different version. Yeah. So, and, and that was kind of, like, my thing with with, uh, with the new Joker, too. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. And, yeah, it's, like, something, like, you know, you're not used to seeing for the Joker. And it could be really bad. But I'm excited to see what that character is like uh, for Suicide Squad. I'm excited because it is also, like, a different version. Like, Keith Ledger did an amazing job with that character. And I don't think we can have someone else trying to do that same character again. Right. So... You know, like like this could be really good or really bad, but I'm excited to see you know kind of like this this new take on it, and you know all the theories that are coming. Jason uh, Todd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's a way to bring that uh, that you know into the the cinematic universe, that's that's a good way to do it. Um, <laughs> That'd be quite a spin. So for sure. so yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, a Ben Affleck uh, Batman movie directed by him. That could be really fun because it could be a different type of Batman, not necessarily, you know, like maybe less superhero type of movie and more, you know, kind of like detective, like a more intense. Sorry, like a detective. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is, I think, I think it's something that we haven't seen in the movies. Yeah, like it's 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 or not to the point or like where you see you you see a Batman movie as a mystery type of thing. Like that could be fun. Uh, seeing a Batman movie that he has to solve something like a good mystery movie type of thing. Yeah, you know, like with obviously the superhero element in it, but but uh more as a mystery and not just a fight between two guys. We talked so, to uh Bill Rainey from Batman on film and I liked something that he said he's he said he'd like to see a Batman film done more like a uh like a Sherlock Holmes movie where in those movies yeah. Sherlock Holmes is always like he's never just standing around he's always eyeballing somebody he's always coming up with a theory he's always thinking of something like it would be very very cool to see Bruce Wayne slash Batman always doing that oh it was Paul yeah. Dini that said yeah. that wasn't it are you yeah. sure yeah it was Paul Dini was it Paul Dini we <laughs> talked to too many people I don't know <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be a good approach that and, and, and one that maybe you know you can see from from someone like Ben Affleck directing that movie. I don't know. Depends on, on how much freedom he has with it. Um, but it would be a great Batman movie. Like even like if you if you think of the guy reaching, you know, like Sherlock Holmes movie. Like you know, it's like imagine that but with Batman. That would be that would be amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cam, go for it. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Who would you cast for Duke? See? This, this is how it feels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's going to be like Jane Smith. <laughs> I'm not going to be like Jaden Smith. You know, the, the, I would probably, honestly, it just sucks that I think he's a little too old, but I'd probably just say Michael B. Jordan. Really? I was nice. thinking of that, but I think I... his age, he's just like right over the bar. So I feel like he's just a little bit too old to pull it off. Yeah. But I do yeah. think he could probably do it. Oh, no, yeah. I, I do. Very nice. He's got. He can do that whole street kid, angry yeah. kind of vibe. He he does it very well. I think he could pull it off. And then he's the human torch now. So we, you know, 
We could just, no. like, blot that part out. And... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend that didn't happen. No, from what uh, I've heard, just don't. No, no, wait, no, no, no. It wasn't great. It just wasn't, like, it good? was neither. It wasn't yeah, good, and it wasn't, like, what, terrible. It was I just, like, so a movie. It's probably going to be, like, a Sunday movie, like, you know, uh, I can't watch it or not. But yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, it's that or infomercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so much uh, disrespect. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, sorry, but then you had a question. I feel like I'm through it, too, King. It was my, my revenge. <laughs> uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Oh yeah, what what are you working on uh, other than We Are Robin? Yeah. Oh, uh, so right now, uh, well, Robin is taking most of the time, but uh, I'm starting to work on the new, uh, the second volume of Goners, and um, and uh, that's coming out somewhere next year, and um, the trade for Feathers is coming out in December, and Ooh, after that, nice. we're gonna we're gonna going to talk about uh, maybe taking to a second volume somewhere in the near future. Nice. Uh, and also doing, you know, like, like covers and stuff and single issues, but mostly right now it's, it's, it's Gunners and it's, uh, and it's, we are Robin. That's, those are the, the two projects that I'm working on right now. Where can we find you on Twitter? Twitter. You can find me at, uh, uh, J E Corona. Uh, that's on Twitter. And then you can find me at Jorge, underscore uh, C-O-R at Instagram, and that's where I usually post most of my stuff, so. Awesome, awesome. Excellent. Sweet. For episode 45 of Shanlin on Batman, I'm Justin Shanlin. I'm Tom Harper on behalf of Kyle Davis, and we're also with... Kim Gaines. And... Oh, and Jorge Gorn. All right. <laughs> I got the ball there. <laughs> uh, hey, man, at least you didn't just ignore us. That's been a long-running thing. People just ignore us. <laughs>